First ever Random Nades Award Show. Dude, you can't say first ever. What do you want to say? Inaugural? You to, yeah, you have to use that big boy word. Welcome to the inaugural Random Nades Choice Awards. Hell yeah. On today's episode, we're going to go through a list of awards specifically for Call of Duty and the CDL season this year. And now that Charlie like is back safe and sound. Your four-legged friend is happy? Oh yeah. Uh, which award should we give out first? We just diving straight into awards, dude. You're not gonna give like an opening speech or anything, like what's what speech? You really think we would have prepared a speech? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how professional you're trying to get. I know how professional I am, and that's it's a negative amount. Um, I I mean, I think we should just you know how like in typical awards they don't give out you know best actor, best actress until the end. All right, dude. Okay. Run it, dude. You pick whatever one you want, dude. Okay, first things first, we're going to go best AR of this year. We're going class by class immediately? Yeah. All right, dude. All right. I thought those were bigger awards. I guess not. All right, dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's, do it. Let's run it. This is okay. the worst award show ever. <laughs> yep. Officially off to the worst start of every award we're show not even, any award show ever. I'm not even dressed for the part. Actually, I'm you know what? We'll do, a little, we'll do a little movie magic after. You guys will see. There's no way you're putting a tuxedo on my body, dude. I swear to God. All right. So, best AR 2020. We came up with three nominees per category. And by we, we mean people behind the scenes. So, don't shit on us if your favorite player didn't make it in. Yeah, this isn't us specifically. It's our random nades employees that yes, came up with exactly. this list. So, the nominees for best AR of 2020 are Weskin, Slasher, and Skies. Do we have a drum roll or like what what do we do? What do we do? And the or award okay. for best AR goes to <laughs> We're giving it to Skies. Yeah. Congratulations, guys. Caesar Bueno. He played Bueno this year, dude. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> I think it was totally fair. I think uh we had to give Weskins and uh, Slasher credit for their performance this year, but uh, Skies uh, literally took it to the sky. Skies is cracked. Um, yeah. Is there he, any you know, honorable mentions you'd want to make for AR? No. No? That's that's them. No, Skies was just consistent all year, man. He he did his job. Florida won a shitload. Um, they didn't win champs, but, you know, Florida did win a shitload. And yeah. yeah, we're gonna go to best sub of 2020. The following nominees are Abizi, Shotzi, and son. Simp. They're all my sons. And the award for best sub of the year goes to Shotzi. Pretty hard not to give the reigning CDL. Choose chose cho chosen fuck. Oh my that god, it's been a long day. <laughs> um, the CDL chosen MVP, the award for his category. You know, 
Yeah. No, he was pretty cracked all year. So they all were. Like, yeah. you know, you could have given it to any of them, but I think out of fairness for, you know, you can't say someone was the MVP and then, like, not give them the best player in their position. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like I said before, offline, uh, some sometimes three people each get an award. Sometimes one guy takes all three awards. It just sometimes happens. Sometimes one guy is just cracked, and yeah. it's it's his time to shine. And you know, this right. was the Shotzi year. Oh, we, yeah. we were aware. Congratulations of that. to Shotzi. I'm sure there's more awards to come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, the next award is going to be for best flex. Now, do we want not to, this, to, not this kind like? Flex player. Flex player. The guy that will yeah. go and make the plays. Yeah, because if it's flex, it's Doug Sensor Martin. But we're talking about the other flex. Oh, yeah, we should have done an award for best bicep. It's not, a, it's not up for discussion. It's <laughs> Doug Sensor Martin. I know, but... There's nobody second. He's guy, first, second, and third. The guy deserves an award. He, we just gave it to him. So for best flex, we have the following nominees. We have Awakening, we got Celium, and we got Arcides. And the award for best flex of 2020 goes to Celium. The other choice for MVP, crazy. Crazy, yeah. crazy. I mean, Selium made oh. crazy plays all year. Selium's uh, li dude, literally the one v two S and D god. Yeah, this He's one, this one for me was harder only because like Awakening comes in in the scene and just destroys. Arcides made very sure. great f flex plays as well, and Selium has just been cracked all year. So flex is also a hard to roll to like describe because this year was kind of all over the place, you know. Some yeah. loved it, some hated it, and I'm sure most people hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a word that wasn't as negative, but, you know. Next is Best Sniper of 2020. And unfortunately, I am not nominated, which is fucking bullshit. Well, you have to be a pro, Trent. I'm a pro in here, Matt, okay? I'm a pro in there. Yeah, you're pro in the heart, I'm sorry. But the actual nominees are going to be Cami, Weskin, the Lord, the other Lord, and God RX, which we had trouble. I mean, our I mean, our uh, producers had trouble picking a third, but <laughs> I think it was pretty fair to throw God RX in, even though he tapered off towards the online portion of the year uh, at the beginning of the year. He was literally God on the map. Whether he was sniping in search or ARing and respawn or whatever the key decided to do, he was something special. Yeah, and I think the reality of the situation as well is that there was only a few people that really attempted to pull out a sniper. Most people were using uh, MP5 and M4 for most of the mm -hmm. series. So, and the, and the struggle with being a sniper is you have to snipe against Wuskin and Cami sometimes and you're probably going to die. This is not the team you want to pull a sniper out against because their sniper is insane. So the award for best sniper of the year goes to the actual god, Cammy. 
Cammy. <laughs> that kid was so impressive, man. Yeah, that, like I've never seen a person play more aggressive with a sniper ever. <laughs> the only other time I see is Simp in Black Ops Four. Yeah, it was insane. Simp Bo Four was he did weird shit. I was like, what are you doing? And then you know he'd hit the clip and leave, and I'd be like, oh. I'll shut my mouth now. I'll shut my mouth now. Okay. He'd go for the clip. He he'd go hit that clip of the day and just uh, go home. You know. Yeah. And then you watch Cammy, and like you can literally be like, okay, one guy's gonna peek here, and then Cammy snipes him. You're like, okay, and he like turns. Another guy peeks here. Cammy snipes him. You're like, what the? F what is happening? Cammy sniped the shit out of everybody. Cammy was and I love okay. to watch that shit. Next is most improved. So to be clear. This is most improved for this season, starting at the beginning all the way to playoffs here. It, yeah, it doesn't include any previous games, just specifically Modern Warfare. Our nominees for most improved this year are Shotzi, Attach, and TJ Halley. And the award for most improved <laughs> is going to go to Shotzi. Because... Because his name's in the nominations and he wins everything. I mean, not to mention people did actually call him Botsy at the beginning yeah. of the year because he was. I had my, I had huge doubts. He turned into a literal god. <laughs> yeah. So again, and at the beginning of the year, dude, way too many questions. I mean, when they announced rosters and we were looking at like the rumored rosters, and I was, we were breaking that down on the podcast, and I think we picked or I uh, selected Huntsman and OGLA as having like probably the two best rosters on paper. Yeah, with Dallas and Faze being like three and four, but with a little bit of question marks. And the question mark for Faze was who's going to step up and be the leader. And then Dallas was just the fact that they took a chance on two insanely young players, one that didn't even play COD. He literally came from a different esport. That's uh, oh, crazy yeah. to see him to see him go from literally like zero to hero almost. Like, literally zero to hero. <laughs> yeah, just insane. like the COD community kind of hated him a little bit at the beginning and like kind of wanted him to fail if i could be so bold to say that just because you know he comes from halo super dominant and you know there's tons of pr players in the scene that think why would you give this guy a shot when he's not a cod pro like he hasn't yeah. been playing cod but you know hasho took a chance and it paid off he's your mvp so that's crazy okay so the next award is going to go for biggest turnaround. So the biggest turnaround award is for someone who didn't do so hot in the previous game, which in this case is Black Ops 4, who ended up doing really good this season in Modern Warfare. Yes. Individually performing. Yeah, wise. individually, of course. Yeah. So with that in mind, our three nominees are GodRx, Scumpy, and Skies. And, and there's argument for all of them. Yeah, and there's probably more that you could argue with, but oh, 100%. That was the top three that, that our uh, producers chose. That the employees just chose. Dude, you call them employees like you don't care about them, dude. Dude, I'm like Ellen DeGeneres. I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> we just lost all our fans. Let's talk shit about Ellen, bro. We just lost all our fans. With that in mind, the award for biggest turnaround is going to go to GodRx. Yes. And 
I know people might not agree because Why later on in the year. Scumpy? Well, there's that. Yeah. But also, they might not agree because he stopped <laughs> playing at the end of the year. Uh, yeah. Don't die, Matt. We have more awards to give up. <clears throat> I know. I don't think you can gloss over the entire year without mentioning like the first third of the year. God Rx was, in my opinion, and I'm sure in a lot of other people's opinion, the best player in the world. <laughs> and he wasn't even on a team that was winning the events, and people thought he was that good. Yeah. And whereas last year, I mean, everybody knows he's capable, but last year he had no real like insane standout performances or anything like that. And he comes into the beginning of Modern Warfare looking like the best player in the game. And I don't think that can be overlooked. Scumpy was still is, has always been a very high profile player. Yes. So it's hard to say that like he did terrible last year and did exceptional this year. There isn't that big of a of a turnaround. But considering people probably even hardly even knew who God RX was last year, to him coming in at the start of Modern Warfare and just destroying and everybody going, "Who the hell is this guy?" That that's why we picked him. 100%. All right, and then next, this is kind of like a, you know, take it for what Reversal. you will. Take it for what you will. But the next award is the Fall from Grace Award, which I don't know if it's a, an award you want, but it's an award that we're going to give out nonetheless. Dude, we're not giving it out, dude. The producers chose this. The producers of Random Nades are giving this out. Yeah, we're just your people that you see. There's a whole operation behind the scenes. Yeah. So, uh, Fall from Grace, again, is similar to Biggest Turnaround, but reversed. So, basically, it's people who were exceptional last year during Black Ops 4, who then kind of uh, slipped a little. Yeah, they couldn't year. figure out the Call of Duty of the modern era. <laughs> of the Modern Warfare era. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, with that said, I think our three nominees are uh, Priesta, Enable, and Dashy. I mean, Priesta, everybody knows, can't play uh, Hackney Yard Dom. This is very true. <laughs> so, this is very true. It was, And last year, he was the lord and savior of the 100 Thieves uh, lineup. Yeah. Literally helped Literally. 100 Thieves come out of loser's bracket all the way to second. No, 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 no. Didn't help them literally saved them literally saved them yeah literally saved them they were f not even saying the word bro that's how bad it was yeah okay and then enable i kind of threw him under the same principle of coming out of last year with 100 thieves being second place to now going to seattle surge and really not performing to people's expectations he got benched a few times yeah. ultimately ended up on the bench then Dashy, I mean, Dashy was MVP last year. Dashy was Dashy. <laughs> yeah. Dashy was MVP last year, and this year he goes, fuck it, I'm not playing this game. <laughs> yeah. just... Which, you know, I kind of struggled seeing his name pop up on the list when our producers handed it to us, but the reality is part of playing COD is being adaptable because we play a new game every single year. To be a Call of Duty pro, especially like good ones that have maintained... A high level of performance for multiple years. You know, you look at your Crims, your Claysters, your Karmas, and all those guys that have multiple championship wins. 
that are considered like among the greatest of all time, they've been good across multiple or many titles, not even multiple, bro. That's a smaller number than I even want to express. Like seven different games at the top, top of the list. Yeah. And the reality is, dude, that, you know, this year the, the pros were thrown something that they weren't the biggest fans of. But at the end of the day, you got to be a professional. You got to show up. You got to you take care of your business. And unfortunately, Dashi did not do that. They had team conflict early. He was not being himself. I kind of wish he would have stuck out the year and maybe asked to be traded or some shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I just, it's It sucks not seeing a player like him compete. Just because I know... Like this, what he brought last year was so exciting to watch. Not only in the fact that like his plays are flashy, but that he is able to win and get the job done. Yeah, hopefully he comes back next year because I think, despite his opinion of Modern Warfare this year, I think he could have really made a difference. Especially yeah. after that meta switch with the two ARs, bro. He would have yeah. been. Dude, him and Slasher running your ARs, bro. It would. It. it I mean, it would have changed the whole dynamic. It would, dude. Like last year with Slasher and Octane being on the same team, I almost wanted to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not fair. Well, with that said, we should say that the award for the fall from grace goes to uh, Enable. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, uh, Dashy. I don't think it's fair to issue it to someone who forced retired, even though we're kind of frustrated with the situation. And then Priesta, despite the jokes that we make over him not being able to play Hackney or Dom, still was on a team that made it all the way to second place. And he's really good at Warzone. And he's really good at Warzone, yeah. Like, he's really good at Warzone. So saying he's bad at all of Modern Warfare is not fair because he's really fucking good at Warzone. Yeah. For the final two player-based awards. First up, Rookie of the Year. Mm. Who are our rookies, Matt? There's so many. There's so many. But I can tell you the worst one. <laughs> Who's the worst one? Spart. Yeah. Probably. He had probably the worst start to a professional Call of Duty career that we've ever seen. And it is so unfortunate to say. But mm. God... Damn, his KD in search was like a point four six. Hard times, dude. The three best rookies, according to our randomized producers. <laughs> we just have like a caption on the bottom. This is according dude, to. It's gotta be a disclaimer, dude. I'm not catching the heat for any of the names on this list. I'm not trying to hear it. All right, uh, our nominees are Shotzi, of course, of course. Awakening, of course. of course, and Mac. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so. Of course. Those are all... It immediately came onto the scenes and just completely changed their team. Yeah. Mac turned the subliners around like you wouldn't fucking believe. Awakening never lost a fucking map in the month of June. I don't know what it, what was going on, dude. Those guys were cracked. And then Shotzi. It's, it's fucking Shotzi. And it's Shotzi, dude. They thought canceling the auto tax... Or GAing auto tax spring was going to stop them, dude? Nope. Nope. Keep on trucking. With that said, the rookie of the year... Is gonna go to Shotzi, uh, of course. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I was trying to bait you into saying awakening, dude, but it <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. Congratulations on your 
third random news choice award. Yeah. And then finally, uh, MVP for 2020. Uh, our nominees are Abizi, Selium, of course, and Shotzi. Oh, weird. <laughs> weird. Weird. Crazy that he'd be on the list. I think people are not shocked by Selium and Shotzi, but you might want to educate people on why we think Abizi is on the MVP. I think list. I educated that ass last episode or the episode before. Here's the difference between I think Simp got nominated by the CDL as mm -hmm. a potential MVP candidate. Here's the difference, dude. Abizi is like people don't understand the dirty work of shit. But the reality is Abizi is the guy that gets baited the fucking most. He's your guy that's first one in, always. Which means that the guys like Selium and Simp can fly in after, get his trade, they got an easy kill on the board. Abizi's lucky to get a kill. You know? Like, unless he does some wizard shit, he might be able to get one and then die. He's really expected to have, like, a .9 at the best. Because, like, he's first one in, dude. He's just flying first forward all the fucking time. He's doing that in SND. He's doing that in every respawn. He's breaking hills by, him fucking, like, by himself. He flies in the doorway. He's first one in. His impact to that team is what got them to finals. If he doesn't do what he does, they're screwed. Yeah. Like you need, the, that's what Huntsman were lacking. They, they needed a Pristini. They needed just some guy to go, not give a fuck. Abizi does that and still goes positive. Yeah. Somehow. I don't fucking know. He does that in SND, gets first blood, and then stays alive. And you're like, dude, what? How can you just run straight at a guy and like almost never lose the gunfight? It's insane. So personally, that's why I'm not even fucking, I don't even care, dude. This is why I forced him onto this fucking list. Yeah. Because I'm sick of people not understanding. Because he teams with, a, like, they're on a, you know, the fucking Harlem Globetrotters just shitting on everybody. Well, like, yeah, the producers wanted to do this stereotypical simp, Selium, and Shotzi, but I, yeah. I think here... I, right I put my needs, foot down, dude. Well, with that in mind, the award... I remember, I just gashed the absolute shit out of Abizi. There's <laughs> yeah. no no time better for Abizi to win an award than right now. And the award, well, most valuable player of Modern Warfare is... Uh, Shotzi. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if anybody can pick a different option. No. I, I truly don't know. I don't think anybody else had the same impact that Shotzi did to Dallas. I think Shotzi was Fucking just different. Shotzi was the best at everything this year. He was the best sub. You can even argue that he made flex plays as well. That's uh, correct. Out of his fucking mind. He improved like crazy. He was best rookie this year. And he and he was probably arguably the main reason why Dallas made it all the way to the top. 100%. Congratulations, and Shotzi, on your fourth, on your fourth random award. choice award. You're <laughs> not getting any more. I'm putting my foot down now. Force too many. And that's where we're capping you. Well, you're not getting any more this year. Well, that's why. Yeah, well, yeah. these are yearly awards, dude. Yeah, well, you're not going to boycott him. You got to no. specify that it's this year, dude. Otherwise, he's going to be like, well, I'm not participating in your award show. Well, he doesn't have a fucking choice, does he? <laughs> you want to compete? We get to critique. 
All right. Um, oh, I guess I forgot. There is one other player-based award to give out. Well, there's out. two awards that we want to give out that aren't necessarily like awards. Well, I guess one of them is. Well, one of them is, and then the other ones aren't related to players. Well, n yeah, but the player one isn't exactly. The player one, it's it's a kind of a little bit of a silly one. We kind of wanted to get the adjust the mood here so and the reality is dude that you know this went online and sometimes you couldn't get the most professional shit done that is true and you know you gotta make do and props to the team at the cdl for getting shit done however <laughs> however we have random to... nades producers have created a category that we like to call the worst player profile of the year and I'm sure you guys all know exactly what we're talking about. It was in every single YouTube chat when somebody was playing somebody else and they weren't at in the league when we started in 2019 and got their pictures taken. So these following uh, players had terrible player cards as a result. And you guys know, you guys know all of them. <laughs> so it's horrible. Our three nominees for the worst player profiles of the year are vivid horrid <laughs> scary when you fucking see the shading on that man's face when he's playing a game looks nothing like his face in real life yeah i know it's fucked Hold on, it doesn't even look like a human being <laughs> let me tell the other ones first okay sorry okay we have vivid we have pharaoh literally has a rooster on his fucking head <laughs> and we have proto and proto looks like an alien yeah his little tiny thumbnail, I literally thought was an alien. Yeah, Vivid's is really bad. Yeah, Vivid's like skin tone and all that. It's brutal. I don't know <laughs> where they got that picture from, but God damn, I'd be like, dude, take a mirror pic and send it to me. Fuck. <laughs> take a mirror like, pic in your bathroom. It probably would have been better than that yeah, one. Yeah, literally anything would have been better. And then uh, Pharaoh, I mean, they literally took his photo from 100 Thieves cropped out his head and photoshopped it on like havoc's body or whatever yeah i don't even know bro. It's definitely, <laughs> there's no way that's not photoshopped it's his exact same face from his hundred thieves picture yeah his hair is not out of place not a single strand of hair looks different than his hundred thieves photo yeah now understand photoshop sometimes needs to be taken into account however could we not just get a mirror picture bro his hair doesn't look like that I mean, tell people to take a selfie behind, like, a white wall and then just do your work. Yeah, literally. Hey, we need a pic. Mind sending us one? Boom. And then cool. the proto pic, I think they just did proto dirty. Like, they just made him look like an alien. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> they, they had him doing something. Because, yeah. I mean, his is, like, professionally done, which is the worst part. Yeah, his is professionally done, and it's just not flattering at all. They did not choose the right one. Well, with that said, the award... For worst player profile <laughs> is gonna go to Pharaoh. Pristine. Oh. Pristine. <laughs> I'd just throw a random fucking player in there and try to confuse you. Pharaoh <laughs> no. got it for the hair, huh? Yeah, Pharaoh got it for just like the laziness of the someone from CDL. Making that profile pic. Hey, it's a hard year, all right? Yeah. Well, I bet you it's probably a lot faster to tell him to take a photo 
and Photoshop the background out than to steal a photo from 100 Thieves, crop out the head, put it on someone else's body. That's true. And then put that out That's in true. the public during uh, a CDO weekend. I just remember seeing the YouTube chat every time Pharaoh would be like highlighted and be like, what the fuck is on his head? I'm like, that's his <laughs> hair, bro. It's just a lot of hair. You know, some people are blessed, some people are cursed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wish I had that much hair, bro. To flop on my head like that? Goddamn. Now, moving on from the players, we've got a couple caster awards to give out. Hell yeah. We're going to give out uh, best caster duo, and then we're going to give yeah. out best caster of the year. Hell yeah. And these now, are all selected by me. So, heavy bias. Heavy obviously. bias. And we're not going to go through the nominees because you obviously know who all the casters are. There's literally six of them. Yeah, minus, you know, one minus former. Some. Or two former, I guess. We lost a couple Warriors this year. Yep, we lost a couple. But gained a couple new ones. We gained a couple new ones. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to watching them more. Yeah. But with that said, look forward to seeing improvement as well. Yes, improvement. But yeah. the duo that nailed it this year is, of course, Maven and Merc. Miles and No, you can't do that, dude. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Merc and Maven, uh, of course. How could you not? Pick. Yeah, it's just undeniable. Yeah, I mean, there was possibly totally. there was no there was no other duo that was there the whole time. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, at least no other. You know what? It literally these we're at the point of the awards now where it doesn't matter if you win an award from us, right? Yeah. Because just know we appreciate you all, but we have to give out an award. Yes, absolutely. We have to do it. Now, the Random Nades Choice Award for Caster of the Year. Hell yeah. Is. Miles Ross. Really? Yes. He's not on the duo of the year. How could he win an individual one, you idiot? Because his casting ability, his sense of humor, his go-to catchphrases were just great this year. Now, I'll be honest. I, I just baited Matt into that. I'm the one that wanted Miles to win the fucking individual <laughs> award because I don't know what it is, man. This year, I just like, it's not his first year casting COD. It's not his second year casting con. He's been here since like Black Ops 3 or some shit. Mm -hmm. And it didn't dawn on me till this year that like, holy shit, he's unreal. He might be the best. And in my opinion, individually, he is. Yeah. I think on an individual basis, Miles, for me, it was always like more entertaining and more easy and like much easier to follow what was going on in a match when talking when listening to Miles versus mm -hmm. anybody else. Dude, he's articulate, but also he's like the color guy. So like he knows what he's talking about, but he's also there to be the silly the silly one. 
And, you know, I would have loved to have given him the duo, but unfortunately, some circumstances forced duos to swap. And it's pretty hard to not give, like, the longstanding duo for the entire year, the award for duo of the year. Yeah. Because, I mean, Merck and Maven are going to be Merck and Maven until they're, until one of them says, ah, fuck this. Until they're, fi- but, until they're like, 80 years old. Yeah, I don't think Maven's going anywhere anytime soon, dude. And nor should he, because he is one of the best, if not the best. People love him, and he loves doing it. Uh, Merc. That that would be hilarious to have, like, the old man casters and just have, like, Maven and Merc in their 60s. Just be like, that'd be awesome. (laughs) He's just like, Merc, how'd you think about that last match? It was amazing. (laughs) I can't see where they are. (laughs) Who is that? Who is that? (laughs) That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, and then Merc, you know, I don't know what hit you, yeah, dude. Who knows? He might come out of retirement. He might compete next year. That'd be cool. No, that wouldn't be cool. It'd bring who are you gonna put with Maven, dude? He needs a partner in crime. But throw Miles in there, dude. Hey now, hey now. Don't get me too excited. <laughs> don't get me too excited. Okay. It's, it's getting late here. I don't need to be that excited now at this time. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, you won't go to bed. Exactly. All right. I have to take care of some business. Okay, gone through all the awards. I just wanted to yeah. ask you if there was any specific moments from this year that you wanted to share as like were your favorite moments, exciting moments. To share. I mean, the moment the moment between RCDs and Pristini when Florida beat Chicago on land was pretty was pretty special. I know some people were like, "Why would you make them do that?" But like, also, have a fucking heart, dude. Like. I mean, it, it bro, was a little level. uncomfortable. I felt like it was like a family moment that should have happened behind closed doors. Yeah, but I right. think that was just because of the intensity of the emotions. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that level of emotion. No, nobody tunes <laughs> into the COD broadcast, fucking waiting to cry. Yeah, just want to watch some good Call of Duty be played and your fucking team win or lose. Uh, yeah, no, I lo- like looking back at it now. I'm glad it happened. I mean, yeah. at the time, I was kind of like. What the? Like, dude, RCDs is heartbroken, man. They were supposed to be the best team. Florida is nowhere near their caliber, and they just fucking lost. Like, and and Pristini's fucking sad because he's just shit on his brother, and it, it was so weird. Yeah, it was so weird. But looking back on it now, um, I'm glad it happened. I think we learned more about Pristini and RCDs there, which overall helps everybody. Helps the teams they're on. It helps them individually as a brand. It helps everything. That part of it is dope to see. But that's only one of like so many different moments that happened on stream. Uh, Whether it's flubs from the fucking, from the behind the scenes broadcast team, like not cutting off mics or cutting on mics or like they're interviewing Priesta and someone else shows up and you're just like, what (laughs) What the hell is going on, dude? One happened at Champs, bro. They were interviewing Krim. (laughs) Orlando was interviewing Krim and then Shotzi's just sitting there like <laughs> it just cut Krim off and it's just Shotzi and he's just like looking at his computer smiling it's like dude this is the biggest event of the year and you're fucking it up what the hell dude come on oh dude how about when they had the I can't remember the name of the game but it was like a commercial and everybody in chat whenever the commercial would go on Dragon. like dragons because <laughs> it's like, a Krim interview with Rich where it's like run the dragons commercial <laughs> yeah <laughs> This year had some great had some great moments on stream. Oh my Dude, gosh. Maven poured maple something all over his face. Yeah, he poured fake maple syrup all over his face. On broadcast, bro. He's in front of his computer and shit and he just poured liquid on his face. You know, he actually How got, his headset 
that survived, I have no idea. Well, that's the power of Astro, bro. Yeah, Astro hit us up. Um, <laughs> it was either really tilted, bad maple syrup or it was fake. Tilted his head back, poured it like this, and none of it went onto the ears of the headset. I don't know how. I bet you he practiced with water. He had to have. Like he just wanted Or to he's not a human being. His <laughs> face is just different. Or he's he's got that he's got that strong forehead, bro. Just able to pierce. I don't know. He's he literally like parting it with his eyebrow muscles, bro. Just like <laughs> moving the liquid down his face. Oh, the soccer dude, field. And they said quick on his feet. No, they said soccer field because that's what it says in the game, and it's like, yeah. well, it's a football field, my friend. But for the Americans, we have to say soccer. <laughs> yeah. Looking, it's always so weird to look back on a year after it's done because I know while it's happening, you always have negative things to say, always. But for whatever reason, whenever I look back, I usually only see the positives. Like yeah. I look back on the Modern Warfare competitive season, and I go. It was kind of a great year, even though it wasn't at all. This whole time we've been bitching, no updates on the game. The game sucks. Uh, you know, th when they do make changes, it's the same week of champs. Like, what the? F what is going on uh, online? Obviously, I mean that's out of the control of anybody. But there were so many negatives surrounding this year that it's weird that I now look back on it positively yeah i mean we do have to acknowledge that um this year was very awkward because of the whole like big build-up of, of this is going to be the first official activision controlled call of duty league we had all this money getting thrown around all these high expectations we had a great season opener where they had all the teams show up for this massive of a massive event and then we had a couple LAN events and then unfortunately COVID got in the fucking way and uh, mm -hmm. like all things kind of made everything difficult this year 100% and I think you have to look back at this year as a whole and be like with COVID getting in the way were they able to achieve some level of a, of a professional league and despite broadcast bloopers and whatnot and some potential typical some potential but typical online issues with having an online event I think they had an illegitimate uh, Call of Duty League season I don't think it was phenomenal I honestly don't, I don't think you necessarily should asterisk this year as hey you know this year doesn't matter because of all this fiasco because I think the reality is going into next year, at least I think maybe for the first little bit, it's probably going to have to still be an online based event. So God, I hope not. It might potentially happen. Oh, so, so, I'm not saying anything else. I'm saying oh god, I hope not. Might it might potentially happen. So you can't uh you can't say all oh, this year was bullshit because it was all online. It's you have to like you said before, players have to adjust to the new game, players have to adjust to this new uh, style of competition. But I know it sounds like we're saying goodbye, and that is because we are. We're saying goodbye. This is basically the last time you're going to hear us talk about Modern Warfare Competitive. Yeah. Because come November, 
I'm not I'm not excited at all, I swear. <laughs> We're moving on to a new game. And it's apparently about God, I can't tell you how much of a fucking relief it is. I think that might be why I'm looking back at the year better, is because my expectations are higher for next year. Yeah. Or this just could be what my body's used to because I've done this every August for the past ten fucking years, I get super excited for like November, and then Trent's I play body, the game, love it for him. If you if you then, watch the diagram here, Trent's body goes on a cycle of like August, the rest of the year, and then August next year, <laughs> and it just goes in like waves. I, I get excited with the with the the hype of Call of Duty is like the only thing that excites me. So like the first month I cods out, or first two weeks, or whatever it is, I'm gonna be jazzed out of my fucking mind, and then. When people start bitching about the game and complaining, my fucking happiness goes, and then it plateaus near the bottom, and I just fucking stay there miserable as shit, grinding and I go on the cement. Yep, I just go. Next year's gonna be good, <laughs> and I do it every fucking year, and I'm stupid because of it. But with that said, look forward to future uh, episodes with Trent getting super excited about ne- about uh, November, and uh, definitely. We'll break down some of the new uh, recent news about players yes. getting rotated and stuff. So yeah, uh, not even talked about roster mania in the off season, but it is well and under, and we're not keeping you in the loop because shit's already happened. But we'll be addressing it. We are not breaking news. We are what the fuck are we? We're analysts. I don't know. Okay. All right. An analyst of the year goes to these guys. I was gonna say like TP or nameless or some shit, dude, but I I guess us. Censor. <laughs> but we say goodbye to Modern Warfare. See you fucking later. Even though I still have you installed on my PlayStation. We'll we'll discuss that later. Also shout outs to all the CDL staff, because despite everything being fucked, you guys you guys crushed it. People always fucking laugh at the production. You guys have no fucking idea how hard it is to run this shit. It's actually gross. And they tried something new. Uh, they took a gamble. Some of it paid off immediately. Some of it took a little bit more work. Shut your fuck up and enjoy your free shit, is what I like to say. Shut your fuck up? Shut the fuck up and oh, enjoy you your free shit. I almost like that better. Shut your fuck up. Shut your fuck up <laughs> and enjoy the free shit. We can change it. That's the slogan, dude. Fuck it. Shut your, Shut fuck, your up. fuck up and enjoy like the that. free shit. Thank you guys so much. Make sure to tune in next week where we'll talk about all that news. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Remember, shut your fuck up and enjoy the free shit.